Hello, welcome to the Hanky Panky Podcast. I'm Hank. I'm here with Aria Banks. Hi. Hi. Thank you so much for coming on. I'm excited to talk to you. I'm excited to be here. (laughs) So the first question I always ask is, how did you get into sex work? So I started sex work literally the day I turned 18. I lived with like really like strict parents and then they kicked me out and I lived with a really strict grandma so I was ready to just like be independent so like um pretty much the day I turned 18 I had already known about like like campsites and I signed up immediately and was like camming that day um and made so much money that day so I was like yeah I'm never turning back this is great I just made a two weeks paycheck in one day I was like working fast food at the time so your first camming experience like what was it like were the people nice oh it was insane it was like the most surreal thing ever I was in my grandma's house (laughs) with like like my dad's old laptop (laughs) and I think I had like 30,000 people in my cam room at one time. It was insane. And um, I was like telling people, oh, it's my 18th birthday. And I would like cover my name and address on my ID and like show them like it's literally my 18th birthday. And so I guess that just like blew up and um, ended up actually like crashing my computer (laughs) because of like how busy the site got. It like ended up crashing my computer and I had to end the show early, but I only came for like an hour and a half and made like a lot of money and it was like, I'm never turning back. That's fucking, and isn't it crazy? Like even a couple years ago, camming was way more casual. Like even like five, six years ago, you could cam on a laptop like in a random room and make good money. And now it's like crazy lighting set up like oversaturation right right. and I think um like you said like there's just so many people doing it now to where it's like it used to be an underground thing like cam girls used to be like an underground thing it was like more promiscuous right right and like I would go I'm a cam girl and people go oh what's that (laughs) like but now everybody knows what camming is how did you get into porn from camming so after I did camming I um I did want to say like I've done every aspect of like sex work ever like um whether it be um, dominatrix, like dancing, camming, like um, full service, like sugar babying and mainstream porn and OnlyFans. So like I've done a little bit of everything, but I got into mainstream porn after I was dancing and I was with this horrible guy at the time and he was like cheating on me all the time. Mm. And this porn star, um, I don't know if you know what feature dancing is, but porn stars will, okay, cool. So porn stars will go to the club and dance and, and what's called like a feature dance. And so one time a porn star came to my club and I don't know. I knew porn star was a job. I just don't know why it never clicked in my head. Like, oh, I can be a porn star. So when she came in, I was like, wait, like it kind of like clicked in my head that it's a real person and that yeah 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 so I I went up to her and asked her I was like hey like I I um I'm fascinated like I'm looking to get into this and she was like don't do it if you have a boyfriend or a family and I was like oh okay (laughs) and I kind of put the idea out of my head for a while until um like my relationship got really um bad like I was in danger and so I was like you know, I think I should do it. I think I should. So I um, truly just like with a couple hundred bucks to my name, literally spent my last dollars 
on um, a talent test and just prayed. Just a, prayed. a talent test, if you don't know, is like basically two hundred dollars. Yeah, two hundred dollars. Yeah. You're in the system. Basically, anyone can. It's like a referral for a clean sex. Yeah. Like a. It's STD it's an STD test. test. Yeah. It's an STD test that goes into a database that other directors and performers can see. Like a reference point to know yeah. this person is this, clean and safe and they mm-hmm. are available to work. Yes, and you have to do it every two weeks. So I was like, I like these next two weeks are do or die. So my <laughs> <laughs> hand do or die. <laughs> so yeah, literally it was like. Um, I getting into porn it was like I like I have to make this work or um like I won't survive so you got tested and then how did you transition into actually shooting um I was staying with my agent in his house and I just he told me because of like my situation he was like you don't have to pay me like the rent for staying at my house until like you start making money because I was like look I'm literally poor like please just help me like love you shoot porn Mm -hmm. and I made um I think I made ten thousand dollars that trip and I was like okay my life has changed um and um but it's crazy because like things are kind of different now where it's like People don't know, like, you don't make $10,000 every trip, though. Your first trip, yeah, for sure. Right. When you're but, first getting exposure and yeah, it's, like, Especially exciting. when you're, like, well, I got into mainstream porn at 19 years old, so. You're young. They, they can use that as, like, young, a Young, like, brand title. new. And, and naive and, like, mm-hmm. willing to do a lot. Well, we talked about this on our photo shoot yesterday, mm-hmm. so let's talk a little bit about how, like, OnlyFans has slightly changed the porn world monetarily and like with sets and shit yeah absolutely so um i got into porn in 2019 and this was kind of before like the pandemic this was a few months before the pandemic and before the big only fans boom like before beyonce sang about it and <laughs> shout um, out beyonce yes thank you beyonce <laughs> and um this was like like i would like i remember at the club like i had a only fans back in um like 2018 when i worked at the club and um i just didn't like make any money off of it because in the club I would ask people like hey like if you want to see because I worked at a non-nude club Uh, I like you couldn't even take your top off so people would come in from out of town and be like where are your titties and I'd be like if you want to see them like all you have to do is pay five dollars and they'd be like where and I'd be like on OnlyFans and they'd be like what the fuck is that you're trying to scam me no cinnamon talks about that people Uh would be like you're scamming me yeah before it was known I remember my agent even encouraging me to do OnlyFans and now he kind of regrets that because now he kind of has like a salty attitude towards Mm -hmm. OnlyFans because now nobody wants to shoot mainstream porn. So do agent porn agents get a percentage of OnlyFans? Yes. Yeah. No. 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 Um, agents do not get a percentage of OnlyFans, and if they're asking you for, unless, unless, and this isn't like really talked about, but there are OnlyFans agencies out there. I'll leave it at that. Yeah. There for are sure. OnlyFans agencies out there, but um, as far as mainstream porn agencies, they will never take a percentage of anything that you make outside of mainstream porn. Right. How much and percentage if, do they take for porn? Um, I think they take 10%. It's not not bad. bad. Yeah, it's not bad. Maybe, like, I don't even think it's 20. I really think it's 10. Um, But I'm not sure. I don't shoot much mainstream these days. Um, And another thing I want to talk about as far as the difference between OnlyFans and porn and why I'm leaning more towards OnlyFans is um, there is a cap 
of on income that porn stars can make and also the rate for porn stars has been the same since the 70s so it has not changed with inflation holy shit yeah it has been the same rate since the 70s and so and you can only shoot like even if you shot every single day a month which does not happen does not ever happen you don't shoot every single day a month if you even if you live in um like the areas that porn shooting goes on like you just don't work every single day but you can make more than the amount if you worked every single day doing a mainstream porn which first of all would be exhausting um i can't even imagine doing only fans you can make way more there's no cap and on it's income. in your control yes and you are and another thing i want to cover is you are in complete control with only fans with who you work with when you work where you work and like you and you also get control if even if you wanted to is like how to edit the videos what yes, shots are put yes, in what you yes. title it whereas yes. you don't have that control on porn. no i and i honestly like before i show up there's something called a call sheet and it gets emailed to you and it has all the details of the shoot i sometimes don't even get a call sheet until typically the night before which mm-hmm. sucks um but usually morning of but i don't how, even so know say you get a call sheet and it's like something you're like fuck i'm not okay with this could you pull out or would it cost you money you can pull out but it does cost money because you have like you have to understand like everyone is expecting to be paid by showing up that day so if you pull out day of and it's really like the company's fault for not sending the call sheets soon enough not sending the script soon enough but um if you get that script and it's something you're uncomfortable with and you pull out at the last second i mean of course if it's like like anal or like cream pie like and you don't do that that's your agent's fault you can pull out like if it's something like as far as like boundaries go but if you don't like the script or like it's just like a part you're uncomfortable playing yeah you can't really pull out because then everyone's expecting to be paid that day everyone showed up for work except you and mm-hmm. kill fees are usually hundreds of dollars damn when you started shooting porn did they capitalize off you being young and kind of like force you into doing things that you they would- still do i saw mm-hmm. the other day a video i shot like a couple months ago in the teen category i'm 22 years old and that video had was me pretending to like i was wearing a ski mask and it was me pretending to like break into somebody's house and when he asked me why i broke into his house i was like oh i just missed that dick so much like super normal like typical scene like nothing like taboo or young about it and they still marketed it as teen and i'm 22 years old and they didn't tell me they were they never tell me they're gonna do that they just put me in that category one of the most popular fucking categories on pornhub and other porn sites and it's like they're always going to do that even if the person is fucking 25, 26, 27. No, and, and they don't tell you that that's how they're going right. to market you either. So it's just, it's really frustrating. You can't, like, say anything about it. Because right. it's like, once you start, once you start, like, opening your mouth about the issues in the porn industry, it's like, oh, she's a diva. Oh, she's jaded. Like, oh, she's just, like, oh, she just doesn't like sex. Then like, she's not a fun performer. Yeah, yeah, they just see you as, like, someone who's difficult to work with. Well, and with. I find, like, for me, so I really don't like when people who only do OnlyFans market themselves as, like, oh, I just turned 18, like, six years in a row. Yeah. But when it comes to porn stars, you guys are not in control of the titles and the no, videos. No, we don't control that at all. Right. And, and a lot of people get mad, though, at porn stars for this. And I, you know what? You can be mad at the mm-hmm. companies, but the yeah. individual people have no control in this aspect. No, you're blaming especially like when it is like because like I said I got into this at 19 and I like was struggling to survive and like 
just keep my head above water. I did a lot of stuff that like looking back was like really uncomfortable and made me feel really uncomfortable and still like um, is a little bit traumatizing. So how can I say no? when they're when it's these grown men it's grown men putting so much money in front of a vulnerable young woman like what where what playing cards do i have none none and i'm not saying that the whole i'm not saying the whole industry is like that because i definitely don't want to be like one of those girls who like does mainstream porn and then is like oh mainstream porn is so horrible like i I do not like people like that no and that's not how i want to sound right now no you're Um, just educating and there's a difference between being a hater and honestly talking openly about Mm -hmm. your experiences and not all companies are like that it's just there are a lot like that and um and also we have to look at like is it is it the porn that's being made creating the market or is it the consumers creating it's a consumer the market? market it's a consumer market so if young girls weren't already profitable porn wouldn't be profiting off of it right. so and there's ins- a line of like instead mm-hmm. of blaming the people porn, blame the people who created blame, this yes blame the people who create the market don't blame right. porn blame the people who are and especially don't blame porn stars sure blame the huge companies who are willing to market right. off of it I can see that, but also at the end of the day, it's like, that's what's most profitable because of the people who are... It's like when people, like, are are protesting Starbucks. They're protesting Starbucks, not Starbucks employees. Right. And I do think that there is a conversation to be had around porn, you know, capitalizing off of younger people and putting them in vulnerable positions, but then to blame the young people... It does nothing oh, does to help. Make sense. Yeah. And 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 then you're not helping those young people who like are trying to make it better. Well, like, what's something you wish you knew when you were young, getting into porn? I wish I knew that. Um, and honestly, just before getting into the entertainment industry, yeah, I wish I knew that no matter like how nice and how professional I am, everyone will see you as competition, mm. and it is a shark tank. 100 percent is it is a shark tank like the people who are above you um like everyone like and i don't want to say everyone but it's like you are an asset like you are not a person in the entertainment industry you are an asset so like you are defined by like how much money how much followers all of that and i wish i knew that because it's like you can have like the nicest like you could be the nicest person with the best personality and you could be super hot but like it doesn't matter everyone unless... wants something from you mm-hmm. like what you can i yeah i talk about that a lot to my friends in the fucking business and it's like someone's always looking to get something from you and i try to find that role immediately because sometimes you know it's like oh i can give you this you know i'm willing to mm-hmm. do this shoot do whatever but like you said let's go back because i wrote this down since you and i have talked mm-hmm. about this if you don't have followers or your account gets banned, you're no longer looked at as this like prize for people. Oh, absolutely. I um, One of the most devastating moments of my career was um, I hit a million followers on TikTok. And like that's like to me, a million followers had always been my goal. It was like for me like a pinnacle. I was so excited. I called my mom, called my best friend, <laughs> called my dad. Yeah. Like I called everyone. I was like, oh my God, I have a million followers. A week later, I was banned. Mm-hmm. And in that week before, I had an extremely like, I don't want to say specifically who, but one of the um, top three girls on Pornhub reached out to me and offered me a collab and I didn't want to be her best friend I was willing to just do the collab and move on um because it was a big opportunity regardless and um after I was banned I was ghosted 
after I flew out to the state that she lived in. You I was flew ghosted. out? I flew out and I was ghosted because I had gotten banned and I had gotten kicked out of a content house. And I will name that person. Garrett Nolan, fuck you. I hate you. Um, we hate Garrett. Yes. I don't know him, but we hate he him. Had, he had at the time, like he has um, over 10 million followers on TikTok and invited me to do a collab. And I, he was, I was with him the day I got banned on TikTok at the million account. And he um, literally made up some lie as to why I had to leave and his manager straight up told me it was a lie he was like no he's lying to you i don't know why you're being like because being your account got banned because my account got banned which is so weird because yes like getting a million followers is so as someone who started from nothing and grew their platform is a huge deal and i don't want to undermine that but also followers don't equate being a good person yeah so you yourself was still you without a fucking million followers well, also those views didn't leave like I still have those views. Those yeah. million people still know my name. I even lost mainstream shoots after I lost my million follower account. Uh, and people were basing my porn around like TikTok. It was That's crazy. So like weird. they marketed me after. And it was like so, it like gave me like so much hope to have that platform. Cause I was like, oh my God, I'm breaking out of teen because like now they're marketing me instead of as a teen, they're marketing me as an influencer. And mm -hmm. it's like, yes, that's what I want. I would much rather be seen as Aria Banks instead of some random young girl. Right. And um, I felt like I was finally seen, finally getting the opportunities that I wanted. And then it was all taken away from me for no reason. When like there are other sex workers on TikTok yeah. who are just allowed to promote <laughs> freely. I mean, you know, you and I agree on that. And it's hard to talk about because also like you are very honest when it comes to people like doing you wrong. Like you're very professional at talking about it, but at the same time to come forward as someone who's a sex worker and talk about other sex workers just gets our platforms even more yeah. shadow banned or deleted yeah. or oh, whatever. Yeah, especially when like I said, everyone will treat you as competition and people will go so far to sabotage you. Yeah. And I never knew this when I was younger. And it's like people who you even look up to, see as role models, mm. will like stab you in the back. And it's insane and it's sad and it's heartbreaking. And like going back to what you said, like, I wish I knew. I so wish I knew and been prepared. I don't think I wouldn't have gotten into sex work if I had known that, but I would have been more prepared. Yeah. And it's like heartbreaking and scary. Like I live in fear. Like mm -hmm. I don't know if I can post this because I don't know if I'm going to be found, if right. I'm going to be like sabotaged, if I'm going to be like tried to like taken down, if I speak up or is my account well, going to be banned? Well, a lot of people don't realize that like behind sex workers is normally like a group of their followers. And if they have a problem with you, their followers are going to mass report you, which might sound like a bunch of like, oh, I want to get likes. I want to get followers. No, our job is to promote our work and right. to lose platforms is to lose is money. It's devastating. Right. It's devastating. Because like, growing it is not just, oh, I'm getting followers. Like back in the day, getting a bunch of Instagram followers was way easier than it yeah. is now to have five different, you know, Reddit, TikTok, Instagram, Snapchat, whatever like all the platforms are different criterias so to build each one and then to lose each one is like i don't know i can't explain it it just it's feels horrible it's, it's very vulnerable too because you mm -hmm. can't do anything about it it's helpless yes you feel so helpless and it's like like i i lost i've lost my instagram i've lost Man. my tiktok i've lost snapchat like like, so I've even been banned on Tinder, bro. Like, <laughs> if you're hot, you're banned on Tinder. Probably. Literally. Like, and it's so disheartening, especially when you see, like, 
girls like and i i will name drop because i know never in a million years will these people ever pay attention to me but like tana mojo bella thorne like they can yeah. just or like who's that guy like a two-turn tony like when he made that like 10 million oh. view video of him like i i started an only fans and i'm paying off all this stuff and like yeah i'm like i would love to you know pay off my mom's debt i would love to fucking do that but i was banned on tiktok so <laughs> unfortunately i can't <laughs> well you know the fucking new i just like made a, a rant about this and it got deleted on tiktok but that new fucking filter that's like how much money would you make on only fans and it's like 10 million it got deleted my video got deleted it got taken down yeah of course it did because i'm an actual fucking whore and they don't want us to talk about our experience no, but no. they're so down because I've, i think it's this this is what i've decided this is my conspiracy okay if you're not a sex worker and you post provocatively it just gets views to the app so like Instagram gets more views and they're fine with it because they're making the money but the second we have our own platform and actually capitalize off our bodies they're like fuck you no here's the thing um and let's get into like a little bit of like politics I'm um, down. I don't know if you know about FOSTA SESTA I do okay so that is what can you describe it in case people don't um, know okay so I'm gonna do my best because I am kind of uneducated and I'm a porn star not a politician <laughs> so totally fair um I, from what I understand, um, FOSTA-SESTA is basically trying to take all sex work off the internet. Like, it goes into, like, MasterCard and Visa, like, banning well, they, they're, porn sites. They're masking it as sex trafficking. Yes, in those yes. Words, so, this is what Google says. The Stop Enabling Sex Traffickers Act, which is SESTA, allows states and victims to fight online sex trafficking. And basically, that idea is good, but then people can decide what they claim to be sex trafficking, which they claim some poor. And here's the thing. This is a really interesting line because, yes, there is sex trafficking happening. And I think in its core, it might have been a good idea. But the way in which at its core, most politics are whorephobic and they don't want sex workers to have rights, it ends up falling on. We lose everything. Well, here's the thing. They want to stop trafficking, right? But taking away our platforms forces us onto the streets. Right. And then which again, is brings, trafficking. Which then brings the pyramid of safety, which yes. the bottom of the totem pole is in-person sex work on the street. So if you're trying to keep women safe, the best thing to do would to be let us market online. Right. Because then you, the privilege of being home is the privilege of safety. Yes. And there are like online wars where people, you know, can stalk you and do all this stuff. That is still safer than me getting in someone's yes. car and selling yes. my pussy to a random person who could then traffic me. Yes. Like uh, if I didn't have an OnlyFans, I would still be, I would have gone just straight to like full service. No, that's, I talk about that a lot is like if, like when, you know, when OnlyFans was going to quote, take down porn. Oh my god, yeah, that was I like um, threw up really five terrifying. times. <laughs> yeah, but I remember I... scream crying like to my mom and my boyfriend, like my life is over, like I don't know what to do, like I'll have to go back to college, but I won't even be able to afford it. Like No, same for me and, and I had this conversation and I was single at the time, I believe, and I was like, realistically, I am going to do full service work and I I did full service and I'm capable of doing it but I was terrified because once you stop selling those services to then think now that I had this safe platform I'm going to go back out and because it is the most dangerous form of this work 
not that I think it's the worst or the ugliest or any of that. I think it's people who do that are the bravest because yeah. you are literally putting your life on the line oh, to definitely. sell a service. There's ways to be safer about it, but but everything, but, even doing it on the internet, there's a calculated risk. Exactly. And that goes back again to the privilege pyramid where it's like OnlyFans is pretty high up on that it's still oh, not the number guess one what like it's also like marginalized groups who are the most unsafe because exactly. like the people who are not in marginalized groups are the ones who have access to safer escorting right the privilege to take care of yourself to have someone that can watch out for you to screen people people who are doing this as survival don't fucking have that privilege exactly and this act is not protecting people in that position it's using it as a mask to take down any form of sex work online right and i wish here's the thing is like of course i want sex traffickers to you know go to jail i want people to be safe obviously that's not what the fuck i'm saying but they're using this bill as a way to hurt people who are safe and do this line of work to make money it's horrible how do you feel about like going to like the internet and like sex workers having platforms and all that how do you feel about um when people say like oh tiktok is a kid's app the thing is okay and this is an unpopular opinion maybe when i was 12 or 13 i had unsupervised internet access i was on tumblr you all saw uh like what like one guy one jar literally or like three guys one hammer or whatever it was and like i was exposed to that very early on right and i also was on like i was on fucking pro anna tumblr when i didn't know what that was like i was like oh god all these things were at our fingertips as a kid and i do agree i don't think people should be you know if it's an actual kids app and they're doing full like when people flash their pussy on tiktok i'm like yeah that's horrible that's fucking disgusting but there's also like cupcake audios that go viral on tiktok and you're telling me i just can't even like have a tiktok it's the problem of people thinking that sex workers are predatory when like us at our core is just posting for our job and but there is a line right there's always a line if we're just posting fully clothed with insinuation that we have it there's nothing wrong with that explicit audios on tiktok there's explicit audios talking about slurping that dick until it comes on tiktok i don't even say that so why do we draw the line at like we can say slurp that dick until it comes but getting paid for it no 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 well again i think it's like it's wrong when the people are fully they don't care if kids see it whereas like if i have something that's linked to my twitter my twitter bio says 18 plus it has sensitive content on it kids will not be it's same for OnlyFans. if people don't want kids to see porn OnlyFans you have to be 18 to sign up to because you actually have to have a valid id you have to have a credit card and everything if you wanted to keep kids safe you would respect OnlyFans more than most other things right because then it's safer people need actually to be also like it shouldn't fall on creators to be responsible for what kids what kind of content kids consume i think it's a a parent yes problem well that's like you know when celebrities do something fucked up and they're like my kid's gonna see this and it's like well you could take care of your kid and put internet access restriction Mm mm-hmm but again, it's it's a very fine line because yes, you and I are respectful of the fact that there are fucking kids on TikTok and I'm obviously never going to cross that line, but there, there's the three fucking people who ruin it for us and they're the face of the sex work or whatever. And that's why people start blaming us, I find. 
but it's hard because I think we take the wrath of a lot of things that aren't actually our problem absolutely and like I remember when I was doing like probably like the height of my TikTok career is when I was like talking about my rank on Pornhub and I wouldn't show the Pornhub logo. I wouldn't show anything but the number. So no one who saw that video who has never been on Pornhub before would know what I'm talking about. But um, I remember a lot of people trying to cancel me, mainly like Christian accounts, trying to cancel me saying like, oh, look at what she's doing. She's promoting her Pornhub to children. This is a kid's app, yada, yada, yada. And um, I got mass reported and banned. I made the argument of like, well, it's not my fault that anyone can access Pornhub. Like that's Pornhub's fault that they don't have any like account verification. You should be able, you should make an account and you should have to have it verified with ID in order to view, not just upload, view. I 100% agree actually. And I was going to say is like, you know, it's funny is my biggest hate comments are from Christians. And you know, I even got hate for talking about being sober and ever doing drugs is that people were like, you're going to hell because you've partaken in this and you're, you're making people want to do drugs by talking about sobriety. Do Christians know who Jesus's best friend was? (laughs) I think that some people use organized religion as a mask for being a hater. That's just yeah. my personal opinion. Jesus loved whores, okay? Of course he fucking did. First of all, everyone loved whores. Whores is like the oldest, being a whore is the oldest profession. Yes. So if there's something to fucking buy, whores are there. Yes. Just know that. Literally, So always. hating on a singular TikTok. Sex sells. Always. And I, and I agree with what you said is it's like, at its core, the problem is the company selling this product, right? Because mm-hmm. Pornhub and all like browsers, all of that should have, if you're going to view things, it shouldn't be free access. And now I know that takes money away from a lot of people, but it also would keep millions of people safe. Absolutely. It shouldn't be ran. Like, you literally shouldn't be able to type in porn and have naked pictures come up. Yeah. But, however, there is a way to filter porn out of your Wi-Fi. So then it also goes back to, like, parents. So, like, Mm. um, personally, I don't have children. But um, in the future, I do want a family. And I've gone into very deep thought about this. Because, like, how am I going to keep my children safe? Especially from my content. And um, I... You probably get asked that a lot, would have to. I would have to filter any porn out of my Wi-Fi and use my own hotspot to to upload or do anything and um i would let my kids have a phone but not with like lte access until like later i think that's safe and obviously like sheltering someone does most time make them act out but sheltering in a way that's actually safe is different than that it's not bad parenting it's keeping your kid fucking safe well i mean of course like it's not gonna be me who lets them see that shit it's not gonna be me who allows it to happen right so well so you want a family how has this like job affected your relationships luckily i have an incredibly supportive partner and i'm glad you talked about this before we um got um too deep into like everything else because that is something i want to talk about is like love and how the dating world is for porn stars and only fans girls um it's very hard people like i hate how like um men and sometimes women will consume porn but then look at the people whose porn they're consuming and be like you're not worthy of love i'm gonna consume your content all i want and use your images to pleasure myself but i would never date you right 
and it's horrible it's like okay so then don't watch porn <laughs> like no that's such a mean thing to say yeah, e- yeah everyone's fucking deserving of love yeah and to be like oh because you have this job look right. i would never date someone in the fucking military i'm not gonna say they're not deserving of love right right L- like you know what i mean like there's a lot of jobs i don't say, fucking like i won't date this person that's my personal boundary but to say like no one would ever date a porn star yeah horrible you're horrible yeah. i hope you don't watch porn I, I hope you don't touch a woman. <laughs> no, I agree. So how did you guys meet? Um, I met my current boyfriend. I'm going to shout him out, Zafo. Um, <laughs> shout out. Yes, shout out, Zafo. Um, I met him through TikTok. I actually saw him on my For You page. And um, uh, he he made a TikTok about how, like, um, it said, girls always ghost me after they see my TikTok. So I went to his TikTok because I was like, how bad can it be? And it's just him like covering himself in like various foods, like mustard or like like peanut butter, mostly frosting. Um, and <laughs> does like, he know that's a fetish? <laughs> <laughs> Tell him he does fetish work. <laughs> like you're a sex worker, babe. I was like, okay, I can see why some girls would maybe curve him because that's a little out of the blue. But I mean, look at what the content I make. So I hit him up. Or well, I first commented, I was like, I don't know, you seem kind of fun. Let's make a human peanut butter and jelly. I then reached out to him on Instagram and said hi, hoping he would see my content or my comment. And um, he messaged me back, and then we got into a conversation. We both play video games. We ended up being in like uh e-dating discord relationship so cringe i know but and then he flew out to meet me and things kind of just progressed from there nice and he always knew about your job and did oh, not care. yeah he always knew about my job and he's always been like he's always defended me to like the very end like people would bully him i on- mean the comments on even your fucking tiktok you post one thing and someone's like what happened with your relationship did he finally dump you and it's Literally. like why are people preying on sex worker downfalls like let them be in a fucking happy relationship yeah it's like they act like i'm holding him hostage and well, i think like, people can't comprehend chose- that sex workers find partners who are totally okay with it he's totally fine with it right he's totally supportive you know he's not and i hate i also hate the idea that like in order to date a porn star you have to be a cuck he's in by no means a cuck like i guarantee you like he would not watch my content he doesn't want to right it would make him really uncomfortable and it's just not something he would enjoy but it's something he respects and that's what is important yeah and i'd rather not have a cook as a boyfriend who's gonna fetishize my job again i can't date like i've there's different lines of people you find when you're kind of dating in this line of work like you know when i was at the strip club i would date people who were like really like they loved it too much where it was like i want to watch you i want to see men like throwing money and that's a whole line and then i've dated people who are like "Mm, i don't want to talk about it but i respect you and i prefer that one way me too me too because it's just a job it's not like i want to come home and tell you all the crazy details and what happened to me and show you the video no i just want to like come back to a safe space and be like hey i'm yeah like it's like you're like you do like i don't know like you work at a call center it's like you come home to your partner at the end of the day they're like tell me about every single phone call you had baby (laughs) like no so horny over it but no my boyfriend will ask me like how was your day at work and he like doesn't get uncomfortable if I'm like oh it was like a really long day like but or if I tell him like oh no I had a great day like I loved my scene partner like it went amazing he's like you know what that's good sweetie I'm glad you had fun I like that one where it's like I'm very honest like I think communicating well is the way that it works in this line of work 
but also it's like withholding details that i personally would be hurt if someone told me right of course i'm not like oh he fucked me so hard i would never no but like he's happy like when i have a good day at work he like why would he want me to come home and be like i had a horrible day it was miserable right because then you're a person and he loves you as a person Mm -hmm. he doesn't want you to be fucking sad yeah no i get that do you have people who recognize you in person um yes but mostly when i'm with my partner yeah oh shit how i find like it's happened to me like a couple times and i never i'm never mean at all but i'm also like have you seen my asshole like it's like kind of hard (laughs) for me to like i'm like hi yeah have a good day thank you so much but i'm also like please don't look where I'm walking right now and the like the proximity to my hotel like I don't want people to like know where I am I don't know it's like a safety thing I get nervous about this might come off as a surprise but I love attention so (laughs) so like it doesn't bother me at all I'm like hell yeah you see my titties were they nice like but I'm also the kind of person who will like literally show my boobs for like a bite of a Kit Kat like (laughs) I have always just been that kind of person who's just really open and like I don't know I've kind of like never had that like stage fright like well let's go back to you as a dancer like a stripper what was your first night like did you audition it was crazy like the universe is so crazy like um I my first song I ever danced to was um Snow by the Red Hot Chili Peppers Mm. and my boyfriend and um like like my first boyfriend like ever like my first serious relationship um one day I was like oh I want to give you a lap dance and he was a big fan of the Red Hot Chili Peppers so he put on Snow and I gave my first lap dance to my boyfriend to Snow so when that song came on the strip club to my first like first ever time stepping on the stage like that's not strip club music how did the dj know to fucking play that like it was meant to be it It made me feel safe i was like oh wow the first song i ever danced to was gold digger (laughs) (laughs) that was the first so when you were there did you like you you worked where you're from and like were the clubs like you had to audition to get on stage no i've only ever been to one club where i had to audition first and Mm. that was in dc and that was really weird it was like you had to get completely naked alone in a room with like the owner of the strip club and i was like but i was like one of those like lana del rey girls like whatever i'll do anything like that was kind of me too when i got hired uh again being young and like i want like not setting boundaries like now like it's so interesting now if i went back to the club like it's like oh that was predatory right like like, back then i was like i don't care if it's predatory i'll fucking do it same i was the same way so did you like working as a stripper oh i loved it i loved it a little bit too much Mm, you got off on it i had um yeah i did (laughs) and it was very very tough and i'm sure you know yeah like with the lifestyle and the substances like oh yeah it was not a great environment for me and i'm glad i got out of it because um i was in some very dangerous positions that i put myself in just because i was in love with Mm. like the fast money yeah, and the fast lifestyle. money and the lifestyle and yeah i get that mm-hmm. i i was definitely the same way and i and also though coming out of the strip club like you on porn sets can't do those things no you cannot and that was like kind of like a wake-up call for me like when i got into the porn industry it was like okay it's time to grow up it's time to treat this as a job mm. this isn't party like you cannot show up on a set 
under the influence of anything mm. or you will get blacklisted or at the very least sent home so what does being blacklisted mean blacklisted means nobody in mainstream porn will hire you unless they're like a back-end company that you don't want to be shooting for mm. so you show up to work and they're like this is unprofessional go home yeah they'll send you home there was i um remember very specifically like this will happen i went and showed up on a set where this girl came in and um she was very much going through withdrawals and um they sent her home they were like you are too sick to work you need to go home mm. and they made her pay a kill fee and replaced her within an hour holy shit everyone's yeah. replaceable everyone's replaceable so don't show up like a mess so when you do like group only fans collabs because like i know you've collabed with a bunch of people for only fans yes how do you navigate that um normally like it's it's very scary because like on a porn set there's people there to keep you safe there's always pas mm -hmm. directors camera people makeup artists there's always people there to keep you safe only fans especially if it's one-on-one -on -one, mm -hmm. it can get scary i've even worked with guys where i've worked on a porn set with where i get alone with them to do an only fans collab and they're a completely different person because mm, no one's around watching no one's watching them no integrity and that's terrifying yeah it's very scary and um i always like i don't know i try to work with people like when i first started doing OnlyFans, i tried to only work with people who were um, in mainstream but i've kind of expanded outside of that um not for men but for girls i'll work yeah. with girls outside of mainstream not really with men um unless they like have worked with a bunch of girls previously so that's kind of how i navigate that and um i don't know kind of it's just like you said like you just got to be brave <laughs> Yeah, it's terrifying. Like, I, I went to one fucking group collab, and I was like, I'm not cut out for it. The most I will work with is maybe four creators and four creators that I've worked with. Right. Like, right. My, my thing is when I first go to a set for OnlyFans, I don't love to do one-on-one -on -one for the first time. I've done it. Don't get me wrong. And normally only because they've worked with multiple people that I know. But regularly, like, I have to bring a friend because I'm t and even if it, we don't shoot a threesome if like the if cinnamon shoots for me right that's fine well I feel like for me I'm used to working with strangers like since the beginning of my porn career I've shown up and like had to work with a stranger each right. time so I'm pretty comfortable um it's just scary knowing that like this person could be anyone when it's not mainstream like right. oh, this person could literally be anyone i remember at a collab we didn't find out until like the girl had started causing issues that she had literally like committed violent felonies and we were like whoa how did you find out um we um i don't know if we like googled her or like one of her friends told us but like we just like found out and we were like like it was like a whole that day was because like that was also the day that like um we ended up getting kicked out of an airbnb so it was like an insane day so you got kicked out because you were shooting um yeah someone had left an anonymous tip saying that we were filming illegally in the airbnb and that there was underage like drinking and smoking and that there were sex toys everywhere yada 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 so again like, going back to everyone being a fucking hater and seeing yeah. people as competition that's so horrible oh yeah um we found out later on that it was like actually other creators who um who ended up leaving that anonymous tip and um we didn't find out that out for over a year and those creators like were my mutuals and like were i considered my friends so to find that out was so heartbreaking like it it's still and i found this out recently so it was like really god it affects me like so much like 
I like I had to spend a whole like like therapy session just talking about it because it was like like it gave me so much trust issues and so much fear and even to post like I took like a whole month away from like posting on TikTok because right, it's like the people commenting I'm and scared. liking your shit are the ones who, who are, are like literally you. finding where I'm at like That's stalking terrifying. me and trying to sabotage my career people who are like way older than me right way bigger platforms than me mm-hmm. it's like I like what did I do to deserve that you nothing. know you did nothing to deserve that those people are not good people other than just like be successful at my own thing right but I don't understand like at the end of it is like every single one of us has a niche like yeah yes maybe three people will find us both attractive yeah but all three people will want different things from us yeah and I feel like my brand is completely different than like the people who have worked against me and um you know they're just insecure people they find that as a threat for what I like working with people who have different markets than me to kind of diversify my brand yeah but at the end of the day no one who's a completely different niche than you will ever be your own competition so what are you doing I don't get it it's like people who are deeply insecure are going to fucking come for you because they don't feel okay and well it hurts because like it's like I don't I don't try to look at other women or other people, other workers as, you know, competition because I try to have that abundance mindset of there's enough for everyone and we're teammates and there's enough people in this world against sex workers already. Why are we going to be our own enemies? Again, and why are sex workers also often give sex work bad names? Not, Not often actually, but like there's a small group of people who take this line of work for granted and then everyone sees them as the face of sex well mm-hmm. it's like for example mia khalifa getting out of sex work yeah and then you and know, lana rhodes and lana rhodes and there's a lot of other people i mean see sasha gray left very graciously and she never yes, talked shit. yes you can disagree with things that are happening but to then bring everyone into oh, a, yes. i hate sex i work. had such a long conversation with mia khalifa when i was literally 19 years old tell me about and it. fun fact at 19 years old I was doing porn for like six months at the time when I talked with her. Mia Khalifa did mainstream porn for three months. So I had already been in the mainstream porn industry longer than Mia when she was speaking out. And I had a long conversation with her because I made a TikTok saying like, Mia Khalifa, shut the fuck up. And she like was DM'd me and was like, hey, let's talk. And I was like, okay, bet, let's talk. Like I'm willing to talk. And I was like, I don't think we should demonize the whole industry because then we have nowhere to work. We should definitely reform it, make it safer. 100%, it needs a lot of work. (laughs) A lot. But saying cancel porn is not gonna work like we need to fix porn not not get rid of it that's like when Billie eilish also said that oh my god that was heartbreaking i'm she was literally in my top listens for spotify like literally my number one and when she said like porn stars pussies look fucking crazy and like porn stars are like 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 um a disgrace to womanhood i was like i hate you you broke my heart it's it's hurtful to hear Mm because i think they like look at porn stars or sex workers as like I don't know this like person who's just like doing it for other people it's right. our livelihood like yeah. it's we are making money to support our lives and our families and whatever the fuck we girl need. if i could win nine grammys playing a ukulele and singing i would fucking retire <laughs> like if i had any musical talent <laughs> any bro any like, it'd be over don't like shame other women for how they make their money especially if you are so privileged to like be a billionaire at like a teenage 
right years like you so literally w- with Mia Khalifa like did you guys have a good conversation yeah we had a decent conversation and I think at the end of it we just agreed to disagree um personally she's probably going through a lot I feel like some girls have a lot of sexual trauma and um, religious trauma so after they do porn even if it's in a healthy way even if they don't get taken advantage of they look back and like they have to say they were taken advantage of in order Mm -hmm. to like make it right in their own hearts because um deep down they're so internally like hateful towards sex work I think like you can again like how we were saying like Pornhub should be fucking safer all these things should not take advantage of women you know using teen freshly 18 as a fucking I'm so tired of people marketing off of teenagers like I did it when I was like on my 18th birthday because like if it's your 18th birthday go off but like after that I tried not to draw too much attention to my age when I was 18 and 19 because like I wanted people to see me as a woman and not as a kid. How do you feel about people who say you should be 21 before you ever get into sex work? Um had I had to wait until I was 21 I might not have made it and Mm -hmm. that's kind of grim to say but it's honest and so I try to be careful when saying that and I like that idea but also like I don't know I feel like there needs to be more things in place to keep young women safe I agree maybe not completely take away their accessibility to this industry but more things in place to keep them safe right and I don't even know how to go about that right I don't think, because again, it's, that needs a whole episode. That that needs a whole fucking sit down with mm-hmm. you know someone deep up in Pornhub and yeah. talking about mm-hmm. it. But it's hard because as a sex worker, and I know you feel the same way. I often feel like I have to protect people who are young and getting into this industry. I'm like, no, but please listen, hear me out. You know, hear yeah. Me. But it's also like, no one helped me. You know, when I got, I came in, I don't know if that helped me or hindered me, but it is what it is. And so now I try as fucking best as I can. Oh, I tell people all the time. People ask me, like, when people reach out to me and say, hey, should I get into, like, OnlyFans? Should I get into sex work? I'm like, okay, time to be really real with you. Here are all the cons. Right. I try to make fucking TikToks like that all the time. They get taken down. All the time. And it's always, I stitch a video where someone's like, I made an OnlyFans for a month and I made $50,000. And I stitch it. And I'm like, okay, but here's what happens when you have an OnlyFans. And it gets fucking taken down. And I don't even say OnlyFans. I say, here's what happens when you have that one site. I tell people your parents will find out, your partner will find out, every your job Someone will you find know out. Will subscribe yep. to you. You but might get doxxed. People are gonna figure out your real name. Banks like, can, and this sounds illegal, but it's not. Banks will decline you. Banks will say you're mm-hmm. out of here because this is your line of work. You won't be able to get an apartment. You no, won't be able to get a house. Try getting a fucking house. Exactly. Yeah. Even a car you know like try putting your kids in school one of my um this girl i used to be friends with she was in the pta and now she's not even allowed on school grounds because she has her own only fans so fucked up and she did so fucking much for the pta like because donated they don't so see much you money as a person no oh yeah that whole like um no person's harmed thing what like when um when either um escorts or dancers get assaulted it <gasps> gets filed as no person oh harmed. yeah well you know how many fucking friends i had at the club that i like would be like hey i'll be your fucking witness if you want to go to the police like i know this hurt you xyz the police don't even fucking take the report no never they never. don't see it as a problem so can i say a cab on here <laughs> i've said it many episodes <laughs> No, literally, like, the police don't fucking care. 
like truly like not they about don't sex workers oh i watched not about a lot of things i watched this um documentary about wall street in like the 70s and how it was like filled with like peep shows and strip clubs and all that and how there were like street walkers all the time and how they would never go after the johns they would never go after the clients never. only the girls which doesn't make sense because without the johns you don't have the girls right how about go after the the pimps pimps are the worst if you have a manager who's your boyfriend dump him and fire him immediately please i'm begging you please no i agree it's hard though when they're in it like i've met yeah. girls and i'm like oh, oh but he does so much for me like what use like, your money, money that you worked for to pay for whatever he wants well in modern day pimps aren't even called pimps like they're called most of them are managers managers yeah. and boyfriends like oh my boyfriend's my manager i'm like okay so you have a pimp no, when cool. I see, I saw this girl on TikTok. She was like, I started selling my body because my boyfriend wanted us to make money to like have a life. And I'm like, look, if you wanted to sell your body, that's fucking fine. But for your boyfriend to make him money, that's where I draw the line. No, no you're not his property. No, do it for yourself. Yeah. And like, that's like a lot of the people who probably message Why you. Why doesn't he sell me. his body then? There's fucking male escorts. Yeah there Literally. are i hate when like men will say oh you live life on easy mode i'm like then you go do it i don't see you selling your body also since how it's is so it easy e everyone's like oh it's fast cash easy job it's the opposite it's the long game for some cash maybe like yes obviously you get instant cash in certain aspects like say you have a good night at the strip club or you know like you said get into porn and you make a, a little buck and then to keep the money up, the longevity yes. of this job is not easy. I see so many girls like like 18, 19, get in a porn, make $10,000 their first week and spend it their first month and then wonder why they don't make $10,000 the next month. And I I'm did like, that too. I'm like, because babe, you already shot for all the websites out here. Like mm. now you got to wait to Are shoot for them again. Are you with money management? I'm, I hoard my money, <laughs> so yes. I what do you do? Give me some tips. I, I'm working on it. I try to cook now, which helps because I fucking love ordering food. So the way I do it, um, because I have ADD and I don't budget, um, I make sure I always, I always have goals. So like this month, I need X amount of money in my bank account. And then I never let my bank account go under that certain amount of money. Mm -hmm. And I set goals. So I'm like, once I hit this goal, I won't dip below. Once I hit this goal, I won't dip below that now. Mm -hmm. So it's always growth so okay. that I make sure I'm never spending more than I make. Smart. Also, so. taxes. I don't do my taxes. You have a tax guy? I do have a tax guy, but he's horrible. So if anyone um, knows any accountants, like actual have, real accountants. I have a guy. Okay, word. <laughs> I have I have a guy. I have a guy. <laughs> yeah, he's he's also my friend's submissive. Oh, my God. <laughs> and he helped me a lot. You know, so I, like, talked about this a little in an episode before, but no one taught me how to do taxes. I mean, in college, I learned the fucking Pythagorean theorem, but I didn't learn how to taxes. do taxes. And so and people also forget that OnlyFans takes 20%. You're not an employee, so your taxes don't get done for you. No, your OnlyFans takes 20%, and then the government takes 30%. So whatever you make, it's about 50% of And then of if that. you have an agency then 10 more percent so yeah 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 or you're up to 30 you're making okay money but at the end of the day if you had 10k now you're left with four you know what i mean right. which is still a livable income and still pretty good for someone our age but it's also not the fucking huge amount of money that 
everyone thinks is going to happen. Right. So now that I like know about taxes, I'm like, I have to save all my money. Like I pay estimated taxes and it's fucked. But at the end of the year, it's like, okay, I don't have to pay a big sum of money, which it's changed my life because I never did my taxes before I got sober. I'm trying to do my taxes and now I'm trying to figure it out and I'm so scared. It is scary, but there's ways in which like estimated. That's why I hoard my money. No, that's really smart because then you will be able to pay. Yeah. I mean, even though I've saved a lot of money, I still know my the amount I owe is going to be more. So hopefully they let me get on like that monthly payment thing. They will. Yay. <laughs> okay, this is I had this in the beginning, but we kind of covered it. Yeah. I want you to rank the sex work jobs you've done in order from safest to least safe. Okay. You would be surprised by this, but I actually think dancing is the least safe over escorting. Really? Yeah, because, um, well, in the area I danced in, it was very much the projects. There would be, like, shootings outside of the club, police raids, like, assaults in the club where the cameras were off. Like, it's just, there's, like, dealers coming in offering you free stuff to then turn around and be like okay now I want you to buy it like it like it's so easy to like rope you in Mm. whereas like um with escorting it's like um there's ways to vet there's ways to like be safer about it whereas like in clubs it's kind of like you can't control who comes in whereas like with escorting you can so yeah I I rank dancing as far as my personal experience the lowest then escorting and then um and then mainstream porn well actually no I'll do OnlyFans before mainstream porn OnlyFans mainstream porn and then I think the safest is camming I I almost agree and and I feel like depending on the club it that could interchange yes for sure I feel like yeah camming at the well for no top is like for me, and I haven't experienced this, but this is what I would put at the top is like, people don't think this, but if you're like someone marrying rich, I would say that is sex work. Eh, but how safe is that when you're behind closed doors? That's true. I guess it depends on the situation. The, the husband, really. Yeah, it does. So maybe for me, maybe when I sugar babied and I didn't have to have sex, yeah. I would consider that to be the safest that I've ever had. And I got lucky. That's not every fucking Yeah, that's thing. a privilege. That's a huge fucking privilege. And that is not a universal experience. Then camming for me. Then I would say OnlyFans for sure, for sure. And then probably, no, stripping then full service. Yeah. Depending on, again, depending on the clients. Because mm-hmm. all of these can be interchangeable depending on whoever. The yeah, where, who, what how how yeah, why literally why <laughs> going through all of them and i think mm-hmm. that's why i like talking to people who have different experiences because it's like you and i could have seen the same person and had completely, completely different, different experiences. experiences do you have any like favorite escorting stories i have only done escorting like very sparsely so nothing has ever i'm fortunate to like most of my escorting stories were very like very like bland plain you know i just show up and there's some just some sweet old guy who just (laughs) wants to have a good time i've never had any wild like stories like that um luckily it's been very tame that's awesome Mm -hmm. i love that (laughs) me too i'm very grateful I don't know if you ever see this, but, like, you know the people who post about being a sugar baby and they're like, you know, I never have sex with my sugar daddy. And then everyone's... Good for you. Literally good for you, but... Do you ev- want a cookie? <laughs> everyone comments, like, how do I get one? And then I find, like, I have this anger deep in my heart. And I'm like, this is not... 
the normal like this is lucky and it does happen well i don't like how girls will be like well i get paid so much more than you for not even like showing anything or doing anything like it's giving whore phobia it's literally giving price shaming for what like no, for I what that. you need the person that. who charges less than you so then you can make your money like you right. also need the people who charge more than you so that people come if to you're you. making your own money why are you gonna shame someone for doing more for less if they're comfortable with that and they're consenting to that then leave them alone you're not better than them no there's no fucking scale of who's better than who because of price like that's giving capitalistic price shaming. right like, it's giving elitism <laughs> no literally it's giving privilege <laughs> privilege yes how do i privilege (laughs) no i agree and i see it so fucking much especially with other sex workers yeah on twitter every single day i see someone being like ew if you're charging three bucks for a video like grow up and it's like my you can watch me get like literally like three guys inside of me at one time for free (laughs) like i don't i can't charge a hundred dollars per video i'm sorry how do you feel about tiktokers who start an OnlyFans and then charge up the fucking asshole you know like again price shaming i it goes both ways i'm not gonna shame someone for charging what they feel they deserve as long as they don't in turn shame me for charging what i feel is appropriate so no i agree you know um but i i do um i just do hope that they understand that their price point is not realistic for everyone right that's all i hope and i hope they don't glamorize it like oh i sell my videos for a hundred dollars a piece so like i'm just better like and it's so easy like you should charge a hundred dollars per video because i am like i i don't think you should make that scene as accessible or normal because it's not it's not at all it also like makes people who get into the industry think that they're gonna make that much right. fucking money. These young impressionable people who are watching you, they think it's so easy. And I can't tell you how many people I've met who tell me they got into sex work because of one specific creator. Same. And it's like that that specific creator, like any specific creator is not they're not the normal. No. They're an anomaly. <laughs> like that's not well to have a platform with millions of followers and then to become a sex worker in itself is privilege yes complete privilege and to base yourself off of that person is dangerous you can always go from mainstream entertainment to sex work but never the other way around unless you star in euphoria Shout out Chloe Cherry. Yes, love her. But I like that she broke that barrier. I love it too. That's how I feel about Sasha Gray. Yeah, and you know, like I feel like a lot of people are upset with Why Chloe. Why would they be? A jealousy. Yeah. Jealousy. But I'm proud. I'm so happy that a sex worker. I think she broke the fucking barrier. Like she is walking, so everyone else can run. Right. Like yes, thank you, Chloe. Like she broke that barrier from like before i've never heard of a porn star getting casted in a mainstream tv show at that level i only think well euphoria is huge but sasha yes. gray has done that too like been in right. crazy movies right right so and i i know that's a different situation right but with euphoria being as big as it exactly is, it's like that is like like i've seen sasha gray do like indie movies and stuff but yeah. like euphoria is completely hollywood completely mainstream yeah. so the fact that like um chloe was able to go from like doing completely like just porn and going completely mainstream now modeling for like 
Gucci and Steve Madden and right. stuff like that. It's inspiring. It is inspiring, right. and it it's it gives me hope. Well, because they always tell you, you know, you're in porn, your life is over. Yeah, and that's not. Like, today, you will have no more opportunities today that's unless not you're Kim true. Kardashian. Does that count as? I mean, yes, it's a porn video. She, yeah, I consider her a porn star because you can go look at her porn. Like, I guess that's valid, actually. I feel like if you can Google like Kim K boobs and see it, like, yes, you're a porn star. Really? Yes, unless it's like leaked content. But yeah, you're a porn star if you, if you don't put your stuff behind a paywall on a subscription site. That's 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 different than doing mainstream porn. But yeah. if you upload your own videos to Pornhub, where it's not behind a paywall. I still feel like that's just as valid as mainstream porn. Do you feel annoyed by OnlyFans girls who say they're porn stars? Yeah, a little. Because it's like, it's not the same job. Right. It's just not the same job. And it's like a little annoying. And I'm not trying to be like a gatekeeper or anything. Like, we're all sex workers. I'm not saying you're not valid as a sex worker. Yeah. I'm just saying like, you're, you, we just don't have the same job. It's two completely different worlds. Mm-hmm. Like, and I do both. So I would know. Like, if they're two completely different world so it's like and also it kind of just shows like a disappreciation for the fact that porn stars and i i hope i'm not stepping on any toes here but porn stars made only fans no it is true and only fans girls would not have this platform had it not been for the work that porn stars did well it really bothers me when only fans girls and especially like and i can't think of a singular name in my head but like you know the the instagram model girls who then start in only fans and they only do lewds they don't do nudes and then they shame porn stars being like i don't do what they do and it's like baby porn stars made that platform so you could fucking make money right right so right. why are like sh- why you're not like, better than them it's like um it's like and going back to like even like porn stars shaming escorts it's mm. like it all started with escorting so like how right. dare anyone in sex work shame anyone who does full service there's such a weird like hatred in sex work for other sex how workers. are you gonna be whore phobic as a whore we need all of we i need all the whores bring me the whores yes we should all appreciate each other especially all the way down to like full service because like that is where it all started well i always say this like people who do full service daily especially survival are the fucking bravest like we need them they're and the foundation they're putting of their sex life work. on the line they're braver than the troops like they are out there and they are the reason why all of us support the troops (laughs) which are full service sex workers yes (laughs) they're the reason though that all of us can fucking live in the comfort of our home doing online creation right and people always forget that right always and it's just it's giving ungrateful right right it is but I love you. I feel like I was so grateful to talk to you and have you on here. Thank you so much. I've, I have a lot to say. <laughs> no, you can totally come back again. I know you have to go to a shoot. So of course. I hope you have an amazing day. Thank you.